Good afternoon. It's Saturday, September 4th. Uh, week 4 of Indiana High School football is in the books after last night. Uh, starting off in the MEC Conference, Minner Central won 41-6 to move to 3-1 and on the season. Jackson Allen was 9-13 for 184 yards, another solid Friday night for Jackson Allen. Logan Patterson had one rushing touchdown for the Bears. Sam Fiola had 58 yards, two touchdowns, three catches and 91 yards for him. Joel Kennedy with big 12 carries, 109 yards, three touchdowns for Joel. And uh, freshman Luke Jones, three catches, 91 yards. Uh, So a lot of people touching the ball, a lot of people getting uh, touchdowns and uh, yards for the Golden Bears. Uh, Another solid night for Minnesota Central. Uh, Coach Ho uh, just leading these guys to more and more victories. And uh, they seem to be spreading the ball around and pretty deep right now, heading into the middle part of the season. So they're 3-1, and and they have a big game next week versus South Adams. Uh, In the MEC still, Heritage Christian 38, Eastern Hancock 20. Eastern Hancock's in first place right now in that in that uh, conference. Uh, I went to the Shenandoah at Lapel game. Shenandoah squeaked out a 22 to 20 victory. Uh, Cole Alexander, uh, he had a lot of good throws last night. Just receivers couldn't haul it in. And, uh, just a really good defense by Shenandoah. They were dropping seven back a lot. Uh, Cole had a couple of turnovers, tough ones. Uh, 62 yards rushing and one rushing touchdown for Cole. Uh, LaPelle's running back had 154 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Shenandoah's quarterback, Tanner Goff, had a nice game. He's pretty pretty solid at the option, made a lot of good reads, and a few play-action passes. He threw a 68-yard touchdown that basically uh, swung the momentum of the game. So a really good game by number seven, Tanner Goff. Shenandoah was ahead 8-7 to seven at halftime. Uh, it was back and forth in the second half. It was a great game. Uh, really close. Uh, LaPel, Cole Alexander led them down, got a touchdown. It was 22 uh, 20. Not very much time left, 40 seconds maybe. And uh, they had a nice little screenplay back to the left. And uh, it was perfect, except for there's a false start on, I believe, one of the running backs moved. Uh, so they went back five yards there on the eight yard line to tie the game. Cole ran about six and a half yards and came up just about a yard or two short of tying up that game and heading to overtime. So it was a really good game. Um, I talked to a coach from Shenandoah, Jordan McCaslin, after the game. He said he was proud of the guys' effort, and uh, it was a big win. Uh, They really needed it. Lots of adversity to start the season. They lost their quarterback before the season started. Um, Just only one guy on offense last night was returning. Um... Just unbelievable effort from his guys. He's really proud of it. Uh, made a nice ride home for Shenandoah. Uh, tough loss for LaPel. That was their first loss of the season. But they'll bounce back. Uh, both these teams will have uh, really good years if they can keep it together and stay healthy. Uh, Jordan, uh, coach for Shenandoah, said the game plan for uh, stopping Cole Alexander was just contain him. Don't let him out of the pocket. Don't let him run with his legs. Uh, make him throw short balls. They did not want him beating them deep because he can really sling it. Uh, so they were dropping seven back and just saying beat us short. And I think uh, Jordan's game plan and Shandoa really uh, did a great job. I got to talk to Cole Alexander after the game. And uh, before we even started talking, he said, first thing he said was, I have to play better. And I was just like, wow, you know, 
what a what a quote that was. Uh, I know when I was in high school, uh, I'm probably not saying that type of thing after the game, uh, putting blame on somebody or just saying I stink or anything, except for he says, I got to play better. That's a leader right there. I'm sure he's going to have a great week of practice. Uh, he just has to get his receivers and running backs and O-line back together and get everyone on the same page and make sure everybody knows the playbook and uh, just get it all back together. And Lapel's defense is pretty solid, and so is Shenandoah. So it'll be interesting to keep an eye on those two teams. Uh, great job, Shenandoah and Cole Alexander and Lapel. Really great game to watch and a good crowd for both teams too. So that's that for that conference, MEC. Uh, like I said earlier, Eastern Hancock's in the lead right now of that conference. And the TEC, uh, Winchester won 42-28. to Cole Campbell had 20 carries, 205 yards, two touchdowns, uh, 48 yards receiving. Braden Tiplett, uh, Tippett had 136 yards passing, two touchdowns, 69 rushing yards. Uh, Colin Orr had 59 yards rushing and one touchdown. Brooks Burleson had two catches, 67 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, he had a big 59-yard touchdown, I believe it was. Winchester led 22-15 to at halftime. Um, just a really, really good win for Winchester. They stay in the hunt in the TEC. Uh, Winchester moves to 2-2, two and two, and uh, just really, really big win. And uh, they're 2-1 and one in the conference now. I believe they're sitting about third. Um, Northeastern still undefeated in the conference, so they'll need a little help to bounce back and catch them. Uh, I caught up with Cole Campbell. Uh, he's having a great season, and uh, he gave us a few minutes of his time to talk about last night's win and uh, how the season's been going and uh, how he plans on finishing up strong here for the rest of the season. I'm here with Winchester's running back senior, Cole Campbell. Uh, he's had several big games this year. Uh, Winchester with the win last night versus Centerville. They moved to 2-2 two and two on the season after a 42-28 to 28 victory over Centerville. Uh, you guys put up a lot of points last night. Yeah. Um, That's really stepped it up tonight or last night. Okay. Um, so you guys went in. You're up 22-15 at halftime, and then you guys came out. You scored a touchdown, and then Braden Tippett hit Brooks Burleson for a 59-yard touchdown, and you guys took a 36-15 lead, and you guys just kind of coasted after that and was able to hold them off. Uh-huh. Uh, can you kind of talk about uh, your game last night? You had 20 carries, 205 yards, and two touchdowns. You also had 48 yards receiving. Uh, so you're over 250 yards total with a couple touchdowns. Uh, what was working for you guys? Well, we decided to, to pass it a lot more last night. That really opened up our run game more. It made them, you know, kind of respect our passing game. Like, we haven't passed as much past three games, so that really opened it up for us, I think. So they probably, Servo probably wasn't ready for you guys to come out and pass them. So Coach Jones came out with a good game plan. Yeah. So you got 65 carries for 582 yards and eight touchdowns now. That's uh, nine yards a carry. And you also play safety. You got 25 tackles. Uh, can you kind of talk about how you're able to play on both sides of the ball and still be productive on offense and carry most of the workload 
and still be able to focus as safety because uh, everyone knows you're kind of the last last uh, defense there for passing and running. Uh, so you got you got to stay focused the whole game. Yeah, most of it's just conditioning, I think. Be in good shape, be able to do all that. So you take around the fourth quarter on, like, at the end of the game. I think it's pretty tough, but so conditioning yeah, shape really helps. Yeah, conditioning is the number one part. Yeah, definitely. Your rushing numbers—you're about to pass what you did last your whole junior year. Can you kind of talk about uh, what you did this off season? Um, you know, two days summer and kind of how you got ready for this year. Um, yeah, you're taking on a lot of the carries and the yards. And uh, often, like we said earlier, the offense runs through you. So just kind of tell us what you did this past summer and, uh, to get ready for the season. Yeah, I put a lot of work in, like in the, in the weight room during all our summer games and scrimmages. Just getting back, get, getting used to the game again. I think I've got a lot faster over the offseason, stronger, be able to carry the ball better, break tackles more, stuff like that. Yeah, you're off to a great start. Uh, Thank you. You play any other sports? Uh, track and basketball. Uh, you do hurdles, don't you? Yeah, hurdles. All right. So multi sports. Uh, track probably kind of helps keep your speed going for football. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Would you say that your speed is probably your number one uh, attribute that you have? Yeah, I'd say so. Speed. Um, so your O line has to be playing pretty good this year for those numbers to be popping up like that. You almost got six hundred yards through four games. Uh, can you kind of talk about the guys that block for you? Yeah, they've been great. Like Joey Messina's our blocking back. I just follow, I follow him mostly. Everybody on our line's been doing great. Even our even Tip Tip and our quarterback he leads block he leads blocks quite a bit for me too. It's always good to have uh, a good red. Yeah, wideouts on stock blocks has been really good. So overall, just a good team effort yeah. on blocking. Oh, yeah, definitely. Always good when the quarterback's out there trying to get some yeah. blocks. <laughs> Usually they, you know, kind of just want to get off to the side and watch. Uh-huh. Um, so you guys have Union County next week. Uh, hopefully you can move to 3-2 and two on the season. You guys are still within uh, striking distance. Um, you just need some help for uh, someone being Northeastern. Um, so you guys just got to keep winning. You guys still got a chance at the TEC um, title, hopefully. And uh, you guys just kind of taking it one game at a time? Yeah. I only think the are so close this year. Anybody can win. We have no easy games. Like, there's no easy games on our schedule. We're all so close. And- yeah, yeah, just got take it one week at a time, pretty much. I feel like the TC's uh, pretty wide open, really. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Northeastern's up to a good start, but from top to bottom, it seems like it's pretty cluttered and you know pretty evenly matched. And uh-huh. you know, a lot of times you have two good teams, and then the rest aren't so good. This year, kind of seems like anybody can beat anybody, which yeah. makes it yeah. which makes it a tough schedule. And, and you guys have to kind of keep your focus in every single game because you can get knocked off any night. Uh-huh. I would say uh, your guys' uh, leadership and mental toughness has to be pretty solid in the locker room as a team. 
because uh, you when you start the season you lost to South Adams, which they're really good. Uh, you know they're ranked first or second, I believe. Uh, you lost to them forty zero, but then you bounced back and you dominated Knightstown fifty to eight. Uh, I think you surprised a lot of people. Uh, the word around you know uh, social media and people I talked to like how the heck did Winchester beat Knightstown like the fifty to eight like they're ranked and. Uh, they're supposed to be pretty good. Did you guys just kind of come out, you know, kind of mad and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, kind of just like, we got to get this back and uh, that 40-0 to loss is done with and that's not yeah, who we are. A, a, yeah, we learned, as a, as a learning experience. Yeah, just, yeah. We're the first game, so we have some rusty spots still. Yeah, it's always but, tough at the beginning of the year. You got you to gotta kind of knock off the rust and, yeah, and that, that's a tough team to start off the season against. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like you were playing some cupcake. You know, it's one of the best yeah. teams in the state there. Um, then you guys lose a tough one to Northeastern, twenty-seven fourteen. Northeastern always plays Winchester really good, uh, and that game kind of determines usually who the who has a chance at the championship and all that for the TC. And then. When I was talking about mental toughness and you know your locker room being together, because then you bounce back last night and win and win. So every time you've lost, you guys have bounced back and been able to win. So it's kind of you know you guys are doing a pretty good job of making adjustments and um, responding really good to the coach's game plan. And uh, you guys have been able to bounce back. And then hopefully you can get a little win streak going. Don't have to worry about bouncing back after a loss. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. Um, are you one of the captains? Yeah. So you're kind of you kind of leading the way after the loss, and you know, uh, gathering up the troops. Uh huh. What's Coach Jones like as a coach? You like him? Yeah, I like Coach Jones a lot. All of our catchers are really good. Yeah, you guys got a good staff. Yeah, that catches really well. Yeah, you guys, you guys got yeah. a really good staff, and Coach Jones is a good guy. So. I think Winchester is in uh, really good hands with Coach Jones and Coach Soltz and everybody there. And uh, hopefully you guys can start stacking up some wins. And uh, you keep running hard and uh, carrying, scoring touchdowns and racking up those yards. All right. All right, Cole. We appreciate you. Uh, Good luck next week. And uh, start that win streak. Yep, thanks for having me. All right, I was glad Cole had some time to talk to us. Having a really big year for Winchester. Uh, anybody in Randolph County, if you get a chance to go out and watch Winchester, keep an eye on Cole Campbell and the Falcons. Uh, they're really capable of winning some big games. Uh, I think they're going to turn it around here in the second half of the season and really put up some good numbers and uh, hopefully rack up some more TC wins and uh, really give Northeastern a run for their money. <clears throat> Knightstown won 27 to 12 over Union City, Northeastern won 41 to 0 over Lincoln, Union County 35, Hagerstown 34. That was a really close game, but uh, that sounds like a really good game to watch. Uh, Union County gets a nice win there. Like I said, we'll see if anybody can catch Northeastern in the next few weeks. In the Metropolitan um, Conference, Warren Central 40, Lawrence Central 21. Warren Central's defense held Jason Graves to 80, 84 yards passing, which is really impressive because Jason Graves has been having a good season. Uh, Center Grove finally gets their first win, 48-20 uh, to 20 over Ben Davis. 
North Central with a big win over Lawrence North, 42 to 27. Uh, that's a really, really good win for North Central as they played Donovan McCauley and Lawrence North. Carmel gets another win, 24 to 7 over Pike. Carmel's been on a little bit of a winning streak here. Uh, we'll see if they can give Warren Central a run for their money. Uh, Warren Central and Carmel are at the top of that conference. Hoosier Crossroads Conference. Uh, number one, Avon squeaked out a 7-3 win over Brownsburg. I wasn't expecting that low of a scoring game, but uh, that's what they gave us last night. Uh, Fishers 27, Hamilton Southeastern 6. Fishers is 4-0 for the first time in 10 years. Second time in school history they've done that. They were 4-7 last year, so what a great start for Fishers. Franklin Central, they won 17-14 over Zionsville. Zionsville had the number three running back coming into that game. Uh, I believe they held him to around 150 yards or so. Um, never got the final numbers on him. Uh, we talked to uh, Gabe Crutchfield and Josh Ruley from Franklin Central. Uh, they kind of talked to us about the exciting game uh, from last night. It was 14-0 uh, at halftime, and then it was 14-14, and uh, Gabe, Gabe Crutchfield came up huge as you'll hear here in just a second. I have uh, Franklin Central's kicker, Gabe Crutchfield, on the phone this morning. They uh, beat Zionsville 17-14, to big conference win. They moved to 3-1 on the season, 1-1 one one in the conference. And uh, Gabe, you hit the game winner last night? Yep, sure did. So you guys were up 14 nothing a half, and then Zionsville, Zionsville ties it up, and then you, yep. hit, you hit the game winner. Yep, and there was about 1.2 seconds left. 1.2 seconds left, and you nailed the game winner. Uh, yeah. Everybody just go nuts. Oh, yeah. Did you uh, feel any pressure on that one? Yeah, they iced me about two or three times because they just saved their timeout for <laughs> that ending right there. They kept calling so, timeout. They were just iced me the whole time, but <laughs> nah, it was nothing. Wow. <clears throat> Ice and the kicker. Um, so, was that the biggest pressure kick you've ever had? Yeah, probably. Is that your first game winner? Yep. That's pretty sweet. Senior season game winner, first one. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was kind of, it was kind of creepy too, like, probably like seven minutes before I kicked it, I was, I was, I was talking to one of the buds on the sideline, I was like, you know, I've never had a game winner before, and he was like, hey, just don't say when. Just don't say when it's gonna happen sometime. And sure enough, it happened that night. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine the pressure. You know, you always see the pros kind of. Seems like they choke in big kicks like that, and <laughs> I can't imagine what what was going through your mind. And then they are icing you, and it gives you more time to think about it. You're probably just like, all right, you just kind of gotta stay focused, get your steps down still. And, yeah, uh, I, was just, I was just trying to keep my mind blank the whole time and just focus on the kick, so right. I didn't really think about anything else. Right, just keep your steps, and then and then you're hoping that the snapper and holder don't get kind of iced, oh, too, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Because it's just not you they are trying to ice. They're trying to get inside yeah. the long snapper, the holder. And yeah. A lot of things go into kicking people don't think about with the snap and the hold and getting the laces right and... Yeah, because when, when he snapped, it kind of went, it kind of went a little high. <laughs> so the holder brought it down, and we got it. I was like, dude, that was close. So good save by the holder then. Yeah. 
for 12 on PATs this year and three for three on field goals and a game winner to help Franklin Central go three and one on the season. You're also punting really good. Uh, going into last night's game, you're averaging just a little under uh, 40 yards a punt, and uh, your long on the season is 63 yards. Um, can you kind of talk about how you're handling both those duties this year? Yeah, um, it's I'm handling it pretty well. It's just like it just I just need to get a little bit more cardio because when going out for kickoff and or doing a field goal and going out for kickoff and then being maybe five minutes later doing a punt, it's a, it's a lot on my leg. So like it was kind of like week two and Coach could see that I was getting a little tired, so he he just brought in another, like my backup for kickoff. So I just did field goals and punts. But I'm handling it pretty well. Yeah, it's um, a lot. It's a lot of kicking. Yeah. Especially if you guys aren't moving the ball on offense, you get you know punt six, eight times in the game. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you're you're uh, I believe six going into last week's game, but then you got one block, so average went down a little bit, and I think you're still around like top fifteen, top twenty. So you've had heck of a start to the season. I don't think there's very many kickers that are uh, you know, up there in the top 20, top 25 and kicking and punting so you're off to a heck of a start through the first four games. Yeah. Alright, man. Uh, who you guys got next week? Uh, we got Avon. Avon, ooh, number one. Yeah. Number one team in 6A, so uh, hopefully you guys are healthy for that one next week and uh, can slow their offense down and uh, get another big win. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. All right. I appreciate you, Gabe. Thanks for coming. Thank you. All right. Thanks, bud. Thank you. All right. That was Gabe Crutchfield with the huge game winner for Franklin Central to move them to 3-1. and one. Uh, Then I caught up with his teammate, uh, Josh Ruley. He's He's been leading the way for Franklin Central's offense um, he had a big game last night, 156 yards and one touchdown. Uh, he's been he's been having a really really solid year and uh, taking most of the offense onto his shoulders. Uh, it's kind of a new role for him, and uh, he gave us a few minutes of his time. And we appreciated it from Josh Ruley. I'm here with uh, Junior from Franklin Central, running back Josh Ruley. Uh, big win last night, Josh. Yeah. First uh, conference win this year. So seventeen fourteen. Right. So you guys are three and one in the season, one and one in the conference. Uh, it's a pretty good win over Zionsville. They have a really good running back. Your defense kind of contained him. Yeah, he didn't really. Uh, they said he was averaging two hundred yards a game, and they. I guess they. Had, I heard that they only held him to uh, one hundred twenty last night. Okay, so one hundred twenty. Yeah, the stats haven't been rolling in yet, so I was wondering what he ended up with. So your defense steps up really big. Uh, I know you guys got two good linebackers, um, Shoemaker and Tellman, I believe. Yes, Tellman, uh, yes. Tellman, yeah. Uh, they're both like top 15 in tackles, so I'm sure they kind of uh, two of the main guys that were stopping him last night. Uh, so that, that's huge. Number three running back in the state comes in, and you guys hold him to 120. That's definitely one reason why you guys were able to pull off the win last night. Uh, oh, shutting, yeah. shutting down their main runner. Uh, kind of talk about your game last night. 156 yards, uh, one touchdown. What was working for you guys? O line uh, opened up some holes for you. Yeah, we uh, we really liked zone last 
night. Zone was working well. Uh, we liked trap. Trap worked sometimes. Um, yeah, zone and trap. Okay. I think those were our go-tos. They were, they were working pretty well. So O-line was giving you some room last night? Oh, yeah. All right. Those are your favorite guys usually, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love those guys. That's right. The best friends. Got to take care of them. Oh, yeah. I do. So you're off to a pretty good start this year. 476 yards after last night for the season. Uh, you're six yards of carry and uh, five touchdowns on the season. So you're off to a pretty good start through four games. Um, was it kind of just like, you know, same thing every game, just kind of feeding you the rock? Uh, are you guys kind of mixed on pass and run? Um, it depends on the week. Um, if we think we can throw on a team, we throw. Uh, but I think we really like run more. Uh, we make sense throwing here and there, but um, most of the time I say we're, we're run. I like, I like to say that we're run. Right. Um, that's what we do. That's what we excel at. Kind so. of just whatever's working or whatever the matchup is. Yeah. Uh, next week, you guys got number one Avon. Yeah. Um, can you kind of talk about that game? Uh, you guys start preparing today for that, or do you guys usually start Monday for the next team? Uh, we'll start today. We'll watch a little bit of film on them today, and uh, and then we'll come in uh, Monday and really, really start prepping hard. Um, it's gonna be a tough game, but I think we can. I think if we stay together, we work hard, we can pull it off. Yeah, um, anything can happen. Brownsburg almost had them last night. They were up three yeah. nothing most of the game, and then Avon scored and uh, kept a hold of the seven to three lead uh, to pull it off and stay undefeated. And they'll keep their number one spot. So that'd be pretty cool if you guys can go in there and uh, compete and pull off that win versus number one Avon. Yeah. Um, can you kind of talk? Can you kind of talk about uh, what? You, so you didn't get to play much last year as a sophomore, and this year, this year you're kind of getting a bigger workload. Yeah. Can you kind of talk about uh, what that's been like and how you've kind of adjusted from just being a special teams player to, you know, being one of the main focal points of the offense? Um, I, uh, you know, last year at the end of the year, I had a goal. I said. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go work my butt off, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna start. I want to be the starting guy. Um, I. Uh, I like to be at the game. I like to play football. So, um, for me, starting it's just it's awesome. And uh, you know, I've put blood, sweat, and tears into this. So, um, it's a lot different from last year, just playing JV, but it's a lot faster. Uh, it's a lot harder on your body. And uh, I just enjoy it every moment. Um, I don't like to be hurt. So, I mean, it's going to take a lot more to keep me out of the game. Um, yeah. So, so that's, that's you guys me. Play, just, yeah. You guys play some pretty good teams, and the competition's pretty stiff. So you, you usually go up against some pretty big guys, a lot of D1 recruits around the area. Um, so you, you got to bring it every game. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, football, you're just focusing on football, right? You're yes. The only sport this year? This year, yes. Okay. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, what's, tell me, what's your uh, pregame song? You got a pregame song? Um, I don't have a pregame song. I really like to 
listen to, I like to get locked in usually. Okay. Um, all my music, I listen to it before uh, the game. Um, I really like to listen to ACDC and Metallica before the game. There you go. Um, but when I'm on the when I'm on the field warming up, I just like to tone everything out. I like to get in the zone. I like to get ready to go. Um, really, I just play music in my head. It's kind of weird, but that's really <laughs> what happens for me. Just playing so, in your head. Yeah. I like that. All right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate it. You guys are off to a good start. Uh, big game next week. And yes, uh, keep running hard. Yes, sir. All right. I appreciate your time, Josh. All right. Thank you. All right. Good luck to Josh the rest of the season. I uh, appreciate him uh, giving me some of his time this morning. And uh, he should have a nice rest of the season. Uh, good luck to them versus number one Avon next week. And uh, to finish off the Hoosier Crossroads Conference, Westfield 34, Noblesville 14, um, Camden Simons 21 of 26, 274 yards and four touchdowns. Another big game for Camden Simons. He's having a great season, and uh, Westfield's 4-0. So Westfield, Fishers, and Avon all undefeated right now and leading that conference. Hoosier Heritage Conference, Delta continues to roll. They won 38-6 over rival Yorktown. Newcastle put up 50 on Shelbyville as they won 50-0. New Pow, 49, Mount Vernon out of Fortville, 7. Charlie Spiegel had 251 yards and 4 touchdowns. Another nice night for Charlie Spiegel. Uh, Pendleton Heights, 47, Greenfield, 6. Uh, it was a great team effort by Pendleton Heights. A lot of guys scored in that one. Uh, New Pow, Delta, and Pendleton Heights. Uh, all at the top of that conference, and uh, it'll be fun to watch to see how Delta and Pendleton Heights can uh, compete with New Pound in the next few weeks. In the Circle City Conference, Cathedral versus Chattard, that was a big matchup. Two high-ranked teams. Uh, they're in two different division, two different classes. Uh, Cathedral won 31 to 21. Columbus North beat Roncalli 14 to 0. One of the games of the week. Uh, Burbuff beat Garen Catholic 20-15 as uh, Burbuff's defense really, really played good. They gave Garen Catholic the first loss of the season. Uh, Joe Strickland, big D1 recruit, sophomore, had four and a half sacks. The team had, uh, he had four and a half of the five sacks. Um, six tackles for loss for Burbuff, and they had a game-sealing INT uh, to kind of wrap up the game. So Joe Strickland and that defense continues to dominate. And they are looking really strong right now as they move to 3-1. And, and uh, it will be interesting to keep an eye on that defense because they are stacked uh, between Joe Strickland, uh, really good secondary, and uh, Jay, Jay Higgins too. Um, just really, really good. Hopefully I can catch them soon. Uh, two really big D1 recruits in uh, Joe and Jay. And so keep an eye on them if you can. Uh, it's always good to see good defense. There's a lot of good offenses, but uh, there's some defense around the area too. Uh, so I appreciate everyone's time today. Um, always appreciate when guys are able to call in and uh, give me five, ten minutes of their time. And uh, hopefully the fans and uh, listeners love hearing from them. Uh, getting to meet new people, learn new things. And uh, we'll move on to week five. And uh, we'll try to wrap up some NCAA football tomorrow. Uh, some games going on right now. I saw Maryland and Penn State uh, were struggling right now. They're ranked in the top 25. 
Uh, they were down currently when I right before I started this, and Ohio State was handling IU thirty to ten. So hopefully we got some good games today, and we'll, maybe some some upsets start stirring up the top twenty five a little bit, and uh, we'll see if we can get a nice little recap uh, for this weekend for uh, NCAA football. Uh, NFL's tomorrow and uh, week two for them, and see how that goes for uh, your favorite NFL teams. Uh, some teams got to kick it in the gear. That uh, won't be looking at 0-2. Tough to make the playoffs in the NFL when you start 0-2. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, it's Saturday, September 14th. I uh, appreciate your time. Have a good afternoon. Have a good weekend. Uh, stay safe, everybody. And Taylor Mock is out.